damn it. Hold I've on. not heard of that before. I had it in my head and then I lost it. What episode? What's the what's the show with the two guys who are in the band? Um Beavis and Butthead? No, 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 no. Um Bill and Tell? They're, Bill are they Australian? They're Australian? No. Right. Uh, Fly the Concords. Fly the Concords. They're in New Zealand. Welcome to Game of Notes, a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validator teams. Hello and welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validators soon to be acquired and swallowed up by Binance until they see our balance sheets and immediately withdraw from the deal, rendering us insolvent and sending us to the poorhouse. Hopefully everybody out there is doing okay. It has been a week and the week is continuing. We're already on Wednesday. Um, so, um, yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried has lost 1.4 Forty-eight points. No, no. How many? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How many billions has he lost in in the last thirty-six hours? Greater than one. One point six. Is that what we're fourteen point six billion dollars worth of magic internet money? Wellity, wellity. Um, (laughs) So, if you think you've had a bad week, uh, well, you've probably had a worse week than him because he's still got nine hundred million. So (laughs) today. um, today which you might not have tomorrow so Correct. we'll check back we'll have a special podcast <laughs> on friday we'll track uh what is going on uh yeah we it's um yeah so yeah. so this week <laughs> yeah so what's happening in the cosmos is that the cosmos is getting rugged by a ponzi called the rest of the market and um i know we don't normally do price chat but why start now? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why do we start price chat on this week? <laughs> we didn't know we do price chat, but we decided to start when the market is uh, possibly the most depressing. Um, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I think. I, I think. I. I just looked at Juno and Stargaze. Stargaze surprisingly has sort of seemed okay. I mean, in the sense it's you know it's it's not a a super high value token anyway. Um, it's down the least amount this week of everything that I'm tracking. That was that was my. Something. That was my glass half full. Yep. Um, Takeaway from that, and then Juno's about twenty cents off all time low, and a lot of the other Cosmos tokens are also taking a kick in, which is mm-hmm. good. As Cosmosis is, is above a dollar at least. To be it fair, pretty close. Yeah. To be fair, I well, we sold almost all of our Osmosis, so that was once again good financial decisions being made all the time uh, by your by your local friendly neighborhood validators um yeah, yeah. so yeah osmosis fair fair play they i mean how's how's atom doing you know just throw some spice in there nobody wants to answer oh here comes schultz I mean, I think that it's doing pretty okay from what I can tell. Um, okay. I know that there was some more drama today because uh, Jack and Jacob had an Adam 2.0 meeting. And then I guess what happened was uh, Jack was the leader of the meeting and like midway through he decided he was out. So he just canceled the meeting. And so everyone was all like, what the, what friggin' happened? What, what happened? Meeting's over. Okay. But I don't really know. I don't really know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so was this to was this sorry, was this planning implementation and 
I think there's more of a debate on merits. Um, I'm only hearing a second hand from what other people are talking about. Um, that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, Atom, I would say my review of the last sort of couple of days would be not all sunshine and roses, but not as bad as it could be. So yeah. you know. it's 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 down about on average for most of the cosmos. I think it's down twenty one percent this week. A third, yeah. Like same as same as uh, Juno's down a third, almost yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, Fucking Solana just getting brutally crushed. That's all FTX related. Is there? There was. Do you know why Solana's specifically getting targeted here? Is it, they held a FTX held a ton or something like that? They were worried about liquidity or something. Solana incubated by FTX. Yeah. Yeah. Like like oh, was it? There's some, there's some, there's some close relationship there. Yeah. Is yeah, it's it, Alamada, Alamada, uh, bit of the Almeida, Act. Almeida, Almeida. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Alamada, my favorite one yet. <laughs> it's Alamada Research or whatever the hell they're called. Um, are like massive investors in um, Solana and also FTX, and have a lot of cross loan bullshit going on. And I think, you know, have been pretty affected by this. Like that uh, Freed guy, I think, is um, involved with Alamada Research. Yeah, FTX. I think that's FTX's venture slash whatever arm, right? Yeah. 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 So they're like massively invested in Solana. And because they're like gone, uh, I think think that's affected their uh, ability to pay their their loans or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah that that will happen this is I, I mean it's it's kind of funny isn't it because you're just like it's like it's it, you know it's the obvious it's it's like the, the absolute most obvious point of failure that everybody talks about which is that some until you can until there's like a way of paying for stuff in a lower risk higher liquidity um token in the real world you always have to off board interfere and it happens through like one of three places one of four places right and now one of them has hit the buffers um and that's uh you know it turns out centralization is bad but it turns out centralization is not having uh you know arguments about the validator set it's about everybody affording their fiat in the same place at the same time, okay. the same time. <laughs> occasionally yeah exactly um, <laughs> it's almost like that thing uh, where people ran to a physical location to get their money and it had a name and there was like a precedent mm-hmm. was, i've heard of that yeah there was sort of something oh a car race Stock cars, demolition derby. Yeah, <laughs> I think demolition derby is probably a better, a better metaphor for what we're doing today um, in the market. Is there so, any um, better news happening? We could talk about something else, like a car crash or airplane well, going down or something. Is there anything else that you have? I mean, Hetzner <laughs> seems a bit silly for closing down Solo a week yeah, ago. Right. That was that was one of the first things I thought about. Is like I was like, oh, why is Hetzner shit chain? Yeah. <laughs> Right, it's like the one-two hit combo against Solana right now. I don't even know. I, I mean, it's at Solana at thirteen bucks, right? It's down fifty-five percent this week already, and what the high was like one eighty, one ninety, right? Something like that. I mean, Solana, I know Solana is expensive to run too. There's, there's got to be a lot of underwater validators in that in that ecosystem. 
Yeah. Hey, Regen. <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> oh, man. That is um, a depressing, depressing chart. Yeah, don't look at... Yeah, this is awful. Hey, Lightstream. Who, who knows what Lightstream is? Oh, validate that? Absolutely no. Oh, idea. my goodness. So I, I yeah, took a walk not- around the block, um, if you like, and... Um, <clears throat> thought about thought about our decisions uh <laughs> yeah and uh i kind of realized that actually like you know this this market crash is now kind of underway which is like the this is like the this is the oh i wonder if there's a real bear coming um i do wonder if yeah i think like the real bear is about to set in mm-hmm. and, um, we've it's just been we've just We've just been cosplaying the bear market so far, I think. Um, but hey, the the thing the thing is, I took a walk around the block, and the this doesn't sound glass half full, but it is. Bear with me. I realise that if you're going to survive the the bear market that is about to descend, you've already done the things that you need to do to survive it. And if you're not going to survive it, you've already made the mistakes. I mean, you're not going to survive it. So actually, at this point. It's just you can be as calm, as calm as like a you know like a cow in a kind of Buddhist morality parable, because it doesn't matter. Like you, you, you are part. You, you know your your path is laid. Like you just got to, you just got to walk to the end of the field, and it might be a fucking abattoir on the other end. And you know, YOLO basically <laughs> would be my conclusion. Um, so actually, that kind of that thought, I found that thought quite relaxing. Um, <laughs> you did. It sounds like you're about to walk into traffic. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, on that like, note, yeah, I was like, oh, this is kind of a ride in the street. Maybe I'll go for, maybe I'll go for a bike ride or something. Not worry too much about in the end. Fuck it, right. duty. Exactly. So I what's mean, that? Like, so at, at this, I think the next thing to follow will be some of these, some of these, like a liquidity, uh, liquid staking pool, right? That'll be something like that will fail, and some of those types of things will happen. Where it'll be on a larger chain, though, probably you know, like one yeah. of those big. Yeah, uh, I mean. It, it's that kind of like, I mean, obviously it's, it's not like something you're super jazzed about to see. Whereas when you're kind of in this, in this, like as a business entity, you know, like for us, we put our hiring on hold and all this sort of stuff. And, but you are also just like morbidly fascinated by it. You know, I, I certainly am <laughs> like it because it is like, you know, I, I know, I'm, I'm not really a computer scientist. I'm, I'm a, a, if anything, probably a historian of economics or whatever. And, like it's just it's just like oh this is this is like a really accelerated really extreme version of something you just read about all the time and you see you know we we saw in two thousand eight we saw in the dot com boom I can remember back that when that happened although you know, didn't study it till later yeah it's kind of like just, it's just like fascinating the mechanics of how it works like and how it kind of repeats itself as well but like how. I don't know. You would kind of think that they would get sort of like they would co- the the crashes and things would converge toward a stability, but it feels like they're getting more and more extreme instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, well, it gets it gets more and more extreme an- because as we go along, we we like find more and more ways to leverage positions against certain things. Then when yeah. that certain thing runs out of steam, it just all falls apart. Yeah. It's going to be perpetual boom bust for as long as humans exist because whilst ever 
someone can make something look good and profit off everyone else until it is exhausted and then everything comes falling down. It'll keep happening. Yeah, so I mean, what, what you're saying is like Agent Smith in the Matrix. You believe that humans are like a virus. Yeah. No, that's not human. That's that's not what we're concluding. But but no, but like, do do you not think there is like a there? there I mean, it, it it can't be that you create ever greater infinite leverage and make every crash worse because that. Well, I mean, okay. So the nature of infinity is that yes, it could get infinitely worse, but it doesn't seem like society could take that, right? No. Well, number one, what what won't take it is is government and government agencies will. So this will, from a regulation perspective, you have like friend of the show artifact pointed this out on on on. Uh, Discord a couple minutes ago. We had this year with Terra, we had Celsius, you have three arrows capital, you have Voyager, and now you have FTX explosion, all within what, 12 months, maybe? Not even nine months. So, with the amount of loss and bad decision making and everything else, at some point, people start to get tired of that shit. And even though it is a, uh, even though it is a DYOR type of ecosystem, at some point, that ends up stopping, especially when you have stable coins involved and you have people having things if, or if they're losing money at, at within an exchange. So I think that's what, that's what will change. I mean, some of the stuff you're going to get. I think we need to take a bit of a step back though. This isn't just the crypto market. That's um, kind of having trouble right now. Right. Election day in the U S was yesterday. So S and P 500 is down two plus percent. Yeah. Over 2%, mm-hmm. which of course will affect crypto as well. And so like, mm-hmm. yeah, people are having issues with, you know, volatility of crypto, but crypto still following the market in general. Now, granted, yesterday was a bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, Solana's down fifty percent in twenty-four hours. Like, I mean, I mean, again, it, it's not. It's, this is not. A, these are not securities and investments, right? Like, that's not what they are. So, I'm not saying it needs to follow that piece, but at some point, especially with something like FTX that is running a venture capital arm that has most of its assets based on a token that it made. Right. So basically you're building a valuation and you're lending money off of a token that you invented. That piece I can are see. You, are you I, saying that, <laughs> that, that piece I could that see having some regulation? <laughs> that piece I could see having some regulation involved, right? Well, I mean, is that is that so far different from securities though? Because yeah. that's, that's all shares are, right? They no, they're not they're about, they're magic not paper the- money. They're not printing. Yeah, I don't know about. No, they're not. They're not printing their own money there. Comparison. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not printing their own money there, right? They're not. They're not printing U.S. dollars. Are, are they leveraged? Yeah, the sure, is, sure, leveraged. The but. difference is that in crypto, people just make up a coin, and then people speculate on it, and then people call themselves billionaires and say that their company has billions of dollars of <laughs> equity, when what they ha- have is <clears throat> billions of a coin that they made up, and some people have paid a dollar for. Yeah. So, like a company, when they float, they have to do all kinds of due diligence. They have to prove the value of the company for people to be able to make an informed decision on. And then they have tangible assets that you can sell IRL when the company goes bust. So, I, I would say it's a little bit different. A little bit different, sure. But if you squint a little bit, 
then it's basically the same thing. Like, streams of prices, right? If you just squint. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, Tesla went up to a thousand dollars last year or something. And I mean, it was valued more than like every other car company in the world combined. That, they that aren't. valuation has nothing to do with that though, right? That that's, those are two it's different things. Speculation. Yeah. Th- the, they're, they're doing loans and, and doing stuff based off their balance sheet, but their balance sheet's based off of a coin that they created. Like no organization can do, like Tesla can borrow money and they can, valuations is how many people are buying the stock. They, they really don't control that, right? That, that, Tesla doesn't control their own valuation. That's that's the rest of the market that determines that the stock is undervalued because they think Elon's going to take it over. Like that's, that's totally different. But this in terms of a VC as a private organization, they are they are creating deals um, and have a balance sheet that's based off of tokens that they minted. That that's a little bit like that piece, and and then you know then somebody realizes that that FTT coin is that they buy a ton up, they sell it off, they drive it to zero, and the next thing you know, FTX is in the in the shitter because they're 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 the ones that hold that coin, and like this is a I don't know. It seems like did CZ start all this? Is this is that what happened? Like did they did Binance start this train rolling? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I read something about that yesterday where there's some sort of pissing contest happening. And then CZ was like, well, we have a lot of FTT. How about we just sell it all? Just dump it. And see what happens. Yeah. And then. Yeah. They saw they saw an opportunity to, to kill a competitor, right? Because they get, I mean, F, and FTX is totally, they're totally over the ski tips, right? Like you, you're, you're driving all the stuff based off a token that you have, and you think there's liquidity there. It sounds like kind of sounds like Terra One, actually, doesn't it? Are we are we spreading misinformation here, or is this always facts? <laughs> part has Which anybody part? checked this? CZ we're part? not journalists. No, yeah, we're not. Okay, we're not. We have, Who's nobody. checking the checker? Is someone someone nobody. got Twitter out and checking the facts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, checking yeah. the facts on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's where we got to look. Um, so, so an, another point I would make is that, you know, the stocks world has like tens of thousands of actually qualified economists and um, analysts, the emphasis being on actually qualified, not Twitter bots. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. But then also the finance world is what caused the 2008 recession. For sure. Again, well, another another industry overlap. There was no recession. Yeah, in Australia, <laughs> there was no wait. It didn't hit Australia really in two thousand eight. That didn't hit, that didn't hit you. They, have, hit, like, a, they have a massive unsustainable bubble caused by the extraction primarily of what rare earth metals and fucking oil, right? Uh, there's no rare earth, but the um. So the <laughs> the funny thing about two thousand eight for Australia was that um, everyone had to spend money to stimulate their economies, and how do you stimulate your economy? You build shit and get money out that way, right? Infrastructure buildings, all that type of stuff. And who's got the shit you need to build shit? Australia. <laughs> so we were just selling iron ore hand over fist. Iron ore, coal, you know, all the resources. Just dig them up, put them on a boat. Oh, that's that. nice then. It works. Yeah, I think we might be fucked this time though. <laughs> Can't buy your way out of this one with your fancy iron ore. <laughs> Can't sell our way out of this one. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now we have the housing crisis that's probably going to hit that starts more or less in China, right? Because now they have banks that can't even pay their loans for the housing. And then it's a cultural thing to buy a house. And then they bought houses, Chinese have bought houses all over the place. Like Vancouver doesn't let um, I think foreigners in general buy houses in, in, in Canada anymore. 
Like there's all sorts of these weird ramifications that are that are kind of flowing with this, but that's kind of a wider economic discussion. Yeah, the whole the whole uh, the bite the the was the prepaid mortgage thing, the contraction of that is a fascinating car crash in slow motion. Which so so, so that so the, the the a point was made, I think, a minute ago that there are a bunch of like actual economists like working in the financial sector. And remember that like a lot of people drink and turn up late to their seminars and still graduate with good degrees from high flight universities. So actual economist <laughs> doesn't mean all that much unless you're a jobbing academic. And in addition, the people that are leveraging uh, you know, things one one hundred times or two hundred times or a thousand times are quite often not speaking to an economist or the legal department of their own bank or or the risk department of their own bank before they do those things. So, I think it is a fair criticism to say crypto is only similar in the sense that there's people at the wheel who are thick, and they are <laughs> far removed from the experts. But the problem is that. Maybe nobody's expert, and maybe nobody's. Well, the sense like, that there is absolutely nobody at the wheel is more. That's like a feeling that I have quite often. I mean, that's kind of goes with the joke. Uh, what do you call a doctor that got a D in med school? Doctor, right? It's like all these people charade as experts, but the reality is, like, I've seen some experts talk, and I'm like, eh, I don't know if they know what they're talking about. Gaming Nodes would like to apologize to all doctors and all economists. Doctors, all economists <laughs> that are listening to this podcast. Um, we, had a, we had a couple of good comments, actually. So Ben Ben Davis said, uh, said a little earlier, it seems like it's a good time for Fortis to launch on Huahua. <laughs> Agreed. That's, uh, that's when Cosmos goes to zero. Um, <laughs> and that Australia can't be affected by a bank run because they trade kangaroos. I thought um, Fortis did launch on uh, Wawa. Did they? Yeah, I thought they did like ages ago. Fact Maybe is stranger than fiction. Uh, Juno version. Uh, well, uh, there you yeah. go then. Um, so, although Ben Davis, I would say that having now read the book that either Usurper or Dan Wang recommended, Graeber's book on debt. Um, mm. No, no evidence of a barter economy ever existing. So uh, that was my like first year economics degree. Well, it was a fucking waste of nine thousand pounds, wasn't it? <laughs> there you go. You call yourself an expert. Well, just you get to it. You're just like you're like, oh, all right. I mean, I've never really seen anybody trade a rug for a banana, but I guess maybe it happened. It seems plausible. <laughs> and then like and like next thing graphs, and you're like, oh, this is a lot of. I'm not really a maths person, right? Better just better just crack on with this and. You can, I'll, I'll, I'll just take your word for it about the the barter thing. I gotta I gotta work out what the fuck this is. Oh shit! Yeah, Null's right. In when was August. It? Wow. August. Fuck. We see. This is we're so up on current affairs. Aren't this we? year. Shit. Didn't hear any other tweet about it after that one. <laughs> that was it. It's kind of interesting to see your uh, to see your recommends as well, Null. From I assume you're not like on a VPN or something. It looks what, like what are, you you like Bollywood, I guess, and the war in Ukraine, <laughs> Bitcoin, and Solana, and cricket. Cricket, I guess that's uh, that's on brand for Australia, isn't it? Where do these recommends come from? It's algorithmic, isn't it? It's well, it's not algorithmic for anything the, I've ever searched. True, 
the true <laughs> the true king nodes. <laughs> so it's just just watching watching Bollywood films. Um more just looking at his fat stacks of Bitcoin. Could be and number channels, I guess. What did Golden Ratio say? Scroll down just a little bit. I'm curious. Nope. And money. Nope. No dice. Okay. Nope, so no anyway, dice. um, so FTX right. drug market. We're all screwed. He said yes. Thank you. OMFG. Cool. <laughs> that seems on brand. <laughs> That's on brand. I'm surprised it wasn't Jab. Like he's just the cheer boy for all of the degenerate shit on. Uh, yep. It's on good. Twitter. Uh, Adam Bomb says Hua Hua Fortis is not live on Hua Hua yet. Oh no! Well, dragging their heels. Like, wouldn't they have have had a functioning project already? I mean, like, wouldn't they have just have to press the go button from? I mean, it's contract? just like those fucking Hal guys that have like fucking oh, finished their code and not launched, huh? I've heard of those dicks. What a bunch of fucking dickheads! <laughs> it's almost. It's almost like people are kind of loath to launch at the at the beginning of a year long bear market. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. When did one pick the turning point to launch? Is and and do you just get the lost in the avalanche of people who have been waiting? Like, why not give the people something to do during the bear market? Because they then you have, have users who are going to demand features when you have yeah, no can- capacity to deliver them. So you die anyway. What's the point of dying? What's I heard you're a good dev, from... I heard you can do it all yourself. Uh, no. Between five and seven in the afternoons. Um, <laughs> I've been the last week. I've been getting up at six a.m. and I'm working through to like ten at night generally. So, um, it's been a. There's not a lot of slack. I, I have only seen you once at six a.m. and it was not fucking pretty. Yep, uh, that's been my last. <laughs> that's been my last week or whatever. It's, um, yeah. I'm not sure there's much slack in the um, in the old the old schedule at the moment. <laughs> so not a lot yeah. of float. <laughs> nope. No, 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 not really. It's, it's funny as well. I was looking at the sheet and like I, we've been collecting some of the many dramas of the last week, just like noted them down. And like it all seems quite tame compared to the the FTX thing is so wild. Like the yeah. fact that Cezem might have initiated it and everything, like it's it, it's so like the like that is wild speculation though. It's wild speculation. I mean, I, I guess I should say I live in the UK, so um, you know, the, the sources have alleged there are sources on Twitter have commented that it might be the case that. Um, I obviously have no opinion on the matter yeah. and have not looked into it and I'm not alleging any kind of criminal misdeed um, or civil misdeed or moral misdeed. It's not any that far-fetched misdeed. though, right? Like it's not incredibly far, but even, even if you like look at how Terra collapsed, same type of thing, right? So I mean, somebody not saw an opportunity and, and applied funds to be able to, to be able to work wow. out. Right. So it's not, it's not what far-fetched. If they're all, and what if they're all the same person? Yeah. Could be. Or yep. same group. What if it's the United States government? Yeah, what if it's all the Federal Reserve because they just really want to get everybody on that centralized bank digital currency? Yeah, man, they're just priming the market for their CBDC. It's probably Australia government. We ain't Australia got, government we ain't got, got money. Fucking evil down there. The only people got money in. Uh, <laughs> only people got money in Australia is Woodside and BHB. 
<laughs> it's true. Um, so did you did you watch that uh, that Australian government or the Western Australian government um, <laughs> honest ad? <laughs> I've no. not, I've not. Yeah, I've not been to Western Australia, so I didn't really. I I like I I recognize that there are some. No, no. Did you the the that link I dropped here? So did you did you read? Did you watch the honest ad? Which one are you talking about? <laughs> okay, never mind. So there's this YouTube channel that does like honest government ads, and it's fucking hilarious. And they did one for Western Australia, and um, it was like doubly hilarious. But they've got one for the UK, and they've um, they got one for all kinds of governments. It's it's funny. They just basically pick on the, you know, misdeeds of the government. Well, the UK, uh, would, what would it be like? It's run by aristocratic people with webbed feet. Well, we like, could watch it. We could watch it right now because, like, you know, we, we everything we them. do, we get copyright strikes on anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one that sees them when they fucking come up in our YouTube notifications. It's like, I get the email. It's like, motherfucker, what are you doing? And I'm like, God damn it, Null's just loose cannon. But we can't get copyright struck off before next week because next week's mesh mesh chats. Oh, mesh chats. Mesh security chats. That's the Chad chat. We can do. We can do mesh security. It's going to be great. Have all the all the heavy hitters. You realise that three of the people here will just be like, "Fuck, what? are they talking about?" <laughs> Why? Hey. Why? You Why do you think that? understands what it is? We were having to understand it better. That's that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. but the phrase is going to get deep in the weeds of like rust, and then oh, say God. something about that other software i don't think it's yeah. there's no rust right is there oh maybe there's i don't know oh it's all well, things rust, in rust, like rust baby is it oh yeah it's cool yeah, it's, it's a cosm wasm thing well, it, was wanna... going to, it was going to be go wasn't it and then just for fucking chad points they kind of like knocked out one in cosm wasm to prove it's just quicker to just do shit in cosm wasm yeah i just want to shit on interchange security <laughs> We do that. Can I do that? Is that we do that. We could. We could do it now. We could do it now. I mean, <laughs> can I why not? Can I shut ACS? I believe the exact quote was, "ICS <laughs> is cock." Let's make something better. <laughs> Just want to do that. I heard. Um, I heard that was what Ethan said. That's a direct quote. <laughs> yeah, direct That's quote. Thing Ethan would say, isn't it? Um, maybe. Maybe not. Find out next week on Game of Notes. That was a direct hey, quote from the Cosmosm Circle Jerk. You're not in the you're not in the Telegram chat for that, so I know you're lying. Um, <laughs> do they do they get commit that like uh, yeah, like Jake Watt, like Jake Watt? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's 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 on Reddit. It's r r forward slash Cosmosm Circle Jerk. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just all. All, all spicy memes about why Cosmo. Anyway, uh, it's like a party of three. It's like <laughs> Russ crabs killing go gophers and shit. It's just it's all very childish memes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like again, like it all feels so low stakes that the sift the sift drama wasn't there. That's all kind of the wheels are coming off over there, right? I, what oh, is yeah, going on there anyway? Yeah. Are you working your way down your woods now? You're listening. Yeah. Well, I'm just. I'm just kind of like I, I feel like the fact that the second, the only viable competitor decks to um, Osmosis in the ecosystem 
appears to be sort of shaking itself to pieces, which is again kind of in, it's kind of interesting how like is it a problem that osmosis is so dominant as a as a dex in the eco like maybe not it's got deep liquidity at least but it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting that like from where they were this time last year like sif is kind of just feels like to me as somebody who's not validating that chain that's fallen to pieces really and a lot of the pools the liquidity on them and stuff reflects consumer sentiment about the riskiness of that chain as well i would say has anyone ever made money on sif validating do any of you guys validate sif i don't no no Schultz-y? no that was no. too early for me oh i mean i was here but i was like no thanks <laughs> I don't trust so why any- are you like no? It was for me, it was because of the UI. I was just about to say that. I was gonna say I don't trust any chains with uh cursive logos. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's a zero. No, has a cursive logo like chain ever made it? <laughs> Mustard cursive. I was like, <laughs> question your abilities. <laughs> Like, if you're not sure, just go with Helvetica, right? That's right. Yeah, exactly. I I actually validated on SIFChain at the very beginning. Um, And they had this weird... What? Why ever did you leave? Uh, Yeah, so they they used this custom script to get signing up and everything. And my validator would would sign for a day, and then it would just stop signing in jail itself. And so after a couple of times of doing that, I was like, you know what? It's not worth the time and bounced. That was it. This was Schultzy app. <laughs> my my validator is actually still jailed on here. I, 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 have a, <laughs> I just pulled it up. Yeah. I was just like, nah, I'm out. I had like eight tokens or something. Well, it's it's the blockchain and it'll never disappear. You'll be jailed forever. forever. Well, I wasn't sure if I unjailed and then like unbonded. unbonded. Yeah. Instead, I was just like, "Nah, I'm out." Uh, do you, Do you kind of feel like maybe you should unjail and unbond though, just so you've not got that hanging over your head? One of your well, so, uh, lavender five nodes perpetually in jail forever. Well, so that's why I thought about it. Because I was like, "Am I still jailed?" Because I know I did that on some chains. Um, because I didn't like, I would have people exit, and then I would just shut them down. Right. <laughs> Whenever there was no delegations left on it, um, I think Cobb is one of those. Um, before I do that, you know, this is very early on because I, I was in cover pretty early on as well. Um, and I didn't realize that you could unbond to, to not become jailed. You picked two winners there, mate. I know, right? <laughs> just change your name on there to King Nodes or Needlecast or somebody. Yeah, fine. Just change your morning <laughs> you, you, you can, you can change anybody. <laughs> Cosmo Station. <laughs> Cosmo Station. <laughs> Fuck this chain. <laughs> you could just change your name to Cosmo Station. You can. Just add their know. identity. Yeah, doesn't matter. From like Keybase. And Anybody. Like, yeah. Fucking pick one. Hold on a second. <laughs> Steakfish. It would be quite fun, actually, to just run a bunch of Sybils on, um, on Kerberos yeah. and just call it all Cosmo Station. <laughs> Cosmo Station 2, Cosmo Station yeah, 3. You just have like eight of them. Just, or do it on Hua because people vaguely care, but it probably costs you about five quid to pull that prank. Mm-hmm. And then just have like eight Cosmo Station and people be like, what the fuck? <laughs> You'd be like, Look, you can sell the prank because they're not one, two, three, four, five, which they would be if Cosmo Station was finally gone rogue. <laughs> and what 
why, why would they do it on Hawa? But that's another story for another day. Yeah. Uh, just to, hey, man, Hawa well, was up and coming. It's an up and coming chain. <laughs> for, well, Forest is launching on it, yeah. Going where? Up. Up only. Yeah. <laughs> up, <laughs> up, then down. <laughs> that's, Boom, um, up. It's the cycle. It's the cycle of life. Boom, bust. Yeah. I do, I do have to say, though, I mean, I probably shouldn't say this because maybe, maybe this is fudding, but um, I've been thinking more and more about the, you, you know, like the line you draw between like an app chain and a smart contract chain. And and obviously I'm biased, right? Because cause CWSDK is like, eventually, hopefully, will be a very easy substrate for if you know how to deploy a smart contract, if you know a bit of Rust, you can just spin up an app chain, IBC module, YOLO, right? Mm-hmm. But and, you know, mesh and things like that will make the, the economic security bit side of the picture piece um, you know, easier in time and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it does feel like we're in a weird place right now with Cosmos where I, the more I think about it, the more I'm not actually sure we need smart contract platforms on in the cosmos ecosystem because i was thinking about archway you know like they're so late to the party they've literally had like a year and they had like millions of dollars of investment but it feels like you know you're chasing after the paradigm of ethereum which is not going to happen in cosmos like by the time you have the density of applications on a chain to make it like ethereum those applications would move on to their own app chains anyway and, and like Juno and the other chains recognize that and they go, oh, well, you know, people will go and make their own app chains. But actually, like the bar for an app chain is way lower than that, than that theory suggests, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't, hmm. If we well, ever get back also, to the bull market, I think that will be tested. That'll be like the first assumption, I think, that will go. I, I would tend to agree. And I think there's something to be said about the additional um, marketing excitement that comes around a new chain as opposed to a new app that deploys on Juno or wherever. Um, there's something about the something about a native token being part of the app as opposed to a just a CW20 or what have you. No, so you I, look very skeptical of what I'm saying. No fighting, but... No, no, I was just, I was thinking, I got stuck in, the cog turned and got stuck. <laughs> I was just thinking of why, like, that might be, um, you know, that there's more enthusiasm around an app when it has a native coin. And I think that's probably, like, I don't know if it's because people think that potentially the coin might become worth something because of the network activity or whether the coin might become worth something because of the app activity driving network activity or people are just fucking crazy and buy whatever. I think possibly people are correct. Well, people, people missed out on Bitcoin, right? That's the fundamental reason you can scratch all you like, but that is like the root of all of it. So this is like the perpetual search to get in at the bottom of something. Right. And and the great beauty of the app chain thesis, if it works, will be that eventually an app chain will be like fucking making an HTML website and it will be 
incredibly obvious that it's worthless. Like the token will serve whatever utility the application has. And as soon as the application stops having utility, the token will be 100% worthless. Like, yeah, like, if, 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 like, so taking that idea for like three years in the future, five years in the future, whatever it is, where you, if the app chain model wins out, right, you you want to make a new eBay, you would just do it as an app chain, right? And it would have its own native token, but it would be completely worthless. And that that's this is the point at which you need you would need you know tokenomics experts to go, oh, well, it needs to have a high supply. Maybe you want constant emissions and like a low but steady inflation rate or whatever, but. Like it's also going to be one chain among many, many, many. So, like, you you will see teams starting to shoot for sustainability of income rather than high return, potentially nothing afterward, which is what you see at the moment. Because as soon as the hype cycle is over, people don't wait around to see if a team can deliver. They generally dump. So here's the thing, right? I think that the way people launch in market projects is all wrong in that they like the, the way it's gone is that a team will like get an MVP, launch the MVP with the aim of like selling the token to people who are already in the community and want to speculate. But what they like, they should, I don't think they should be doing that. I think they should be just accepting that, like running at a loss, like a normal company who's in a development phase for a fairly long period, while they actually, the, the aim would should be to market to users of the actual app that they're trying to build. So, like, people shouldn't be buying big bags of token for an app chain. They should be buying it as they need it to use it for that application they shouldn't be buying a big fucking bag and going i'm rich they should be like you know an app chain should be when someone needs to use that app on that chain and the app chain concept is just for scalability it's not for anything else it's just that you spin up a different app so that you can you know, have some sort of serviceability on there without crazy gas fees and all the other bullshit. But the flip side is that it's not good for an investment. You should be buying it to use it, pay to use, and that's what drive should drive the price of that in the long run. Um, and they should just be pretty much selling that constantly out of a treasury to fund development as people need to use it. So if you've got something that no one needs to use, it should never fucking make it anyway. So it's a little bit different for something like Juno where they actually want to create a platform that people can build on. But if you're purely an app chain, then you shouldn't need to convince people to speculate on your token. You should develop and drive utility through your token and then the price go up when people actually need to use it. But it shouldn't even really be based around the price going up anyway. That should only be to support um, validators who can just claim and dump basically when they get their rewards to sustain their operations as a business. Right. But another way of doing that would be to not have the price go up and just have low sustainable emissions so that validators, like, there's never a constriction in minting. 
So validators are already always getting a sort of predictable minting schedule, but you keep the mint low so that inflation is going to somewhat tread a similar line to fiat, right? To a kind of real world, you know, worldwide price inflation. Like if you get a basket of all um, market trackers, like in an ETF or something, it's going to be like 3% or something averaged, you know, across all the years or whatever. If you had like a, a token that just emitted three percent, um, with the assumption that the primary consumer of that three percent is validators who have to pay um, their server bills in fiat, but everybody else, like you say, is maybe going to buy from other people exiting. Based on, I mean, really, what you need to do is design your app chain around concepts that have a market. Because then people well, the, will always the be actually. I'm almost certain that the original, you know, idea of the circs of the tokens going round and round, right? So, is not the idea that the some people invest, right, and then the tokens that get burned in fees through usage go back, and then they come back for sale to people to buy them on market from people getting the rewards and selling them. Then they go back to users who use them, and then they come back to people who get those fees from rewards from people using them. Like emission, if you can sustain it, like well, you can't sustainably do it. That's the thing. But yeah, if, if, it's, if, if it's a deflation if, currency, if there is enough usage of the app, like if it is actually going to fucking make it app, if there's enough usage, it should be able to sustain itself right, through like market forces of people not wanting. Because if it's it's the same with Bitcoin, right? If there is like a certain price point that it costs to make the Bitcoin, then miners are reluctant to sell it below that, right? And then they yep. won't. But right. there can be like a self-leveling market as in the validators as well in that, you know, if you don't have enough stake to be able to get enough fees to sustain your business, you would just drop off and those would go up and be distributed to the other ones. And then so, you know, the people drop off, people come when market when the usage forces allow more fees to be distributed. Like it can work without inflation at all. It's just that, you know, the app actually has to fucking have users. And if they yeah, don't have yeah. them, then why have the chain anyway? Well, for, yeah, hype, for a profit of, you know, the core team who mm -hmm. sell them. Like, yeah. You know, I think I think it can work, the app chains in some respect, and I think it is abused as well a lot in other respects. I think yeah. users are abused a lot. Um, well, in, they're, you're, you're, yeah, I mean, there's speculators like, are abused a lot in that they just hype things to sell them stuff that's like snake oil. Yeah. Plus, I mean, app chains are doing airdrops to get people interested, and then there's, you also have an easy amount of VC money, but some of that VC money is also coming from similar to the FTX thing is based off of valuations internally that are also based off of holdings of other things that don't necessarily have any value um, or they couldn't be sold because there's so much that would drive price, price pressure down. And so it's like a, it's like a cyclical type of thing that can feed into itself for sure. I mean, some of that stuff is just the money's too easy. Right. Um, and then when you have a tokenomic structure that, uh, has heavy amount of internal selling, and then you have 
groups selling those things off behind the scenes. You have validators that are trying to be able to repay costs. Like it's not, it's not a typical startup culture where there's a percentage that fail. Um, and there's a, a high percentage that fail and a, a small percentage that succeed and only the best or only sometimes the best, some of the best ideas that succeed. Like there's so much cash that's flowing around and, and the liquidity is there really from launch that I think startup teams can usually do pretty well. Right. Yeah, but the people who don't do well are the uh, ones coming people, in afterwards. Yeah, or or the people who are like, you know, making making investments, thinking that they're going to correct make money in the long run when they just are building yeah. liquidity for it to be dumped on by other people. That's exactly it, right? Because then you have airdroppers coming in, or you think it's going to go up, or you see the possibility there and you're just kind of buying into uh, a bet and then, then it turns into a Ponzi because the only thing that sustains that is more people coming in. Right. Exactly. Uh, that's the only thing that's there. Cause there's no, there's no return on an investment because there's no investment there. There's nothing there that's necessarily valuable. Right. And so it just turns into my, my way of sustaining the coin price is more people coming into the ecosystem. Exactly. That's bad. Well, I mean, that's, that's bad for individuals. It's bad for everybody. Um, particularly yeah like it's particularly bad for like people entering crypto who think that they're going to be able to you know have a go of it make some investments because of the hype Mm -hmm. and then ultimately just end up losing their investment right and you do that to enough people and then the you know the enthusiasm goes out of the market entirely yeah um so like we're I feel like we're getting there now. Um, mm-hmm. There's probably sure. been enough burn people burnt across the market that there's probably going to be a pretty big loss of enthusiasm across the market as a whole. I would say now. Yeah. So then you then you've got a bear market, and then you've got like a couple of years until there's a stimulus that makes the enthusiasm come back, and I'm almost confident that the stimulus for the last bull market, which lasted a good few years, was COVID and people being bored at home and having nothing to do. And it was there was a liquidity crunch and then there was a boom and it just went for like two years. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably, yep. it's, we're probably describing something that's similar to, you know, real world stuff as well. Yeah. Um, in a lot of respects for different Bitcoin. markets. Bitcoin just crossed under 16,000 just while we were talking. So as that, if that, like, if that goes to under 10 and then it starts going into, right, you start getting into the fives and those types of things where you're going back years and years and years, I think all these ecosystems fall off. Like, yeah, like there's, there's a direct correlation there, unfortunately. And, um, Ethereum is 1100 right now. That thing starts getting to the under the grand and eight, seven, 600, 500. Like it starts falling in those types of areas. That's those are usually like the bellwethers for some of these other types. Yeah. Of then that's it starts- crazy. Cause I remember, I remember selling my ether 1100. Yeah. Fucking years ago. Like, Me and, too. and that was the writing up from a hundred dollars. Right. 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 1100. Yep. I think the doors down again once and then riding it up the second time and then being like i should look i probably have that that's base where <laughs> I, I think the that. last doorstop for eth was around 200 bucks and the last doorstop for bitcoin was maybe like five grand 
Yeah, it was like it was still pretty high. Yeah. I have to go um, back and look. That would have been twenty. God, what year was that? Um, look. I mean, we're um, we're in the process of looking at what will come off uh, come off AWS. Finally, this is our. Um, <laughs> we're. What's the? Um, do Do you get Wallace and Gromit in America or in Australia? We do. To get that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the wrong trousers when they're sat around the breakfast table and he's counting the pennies in the piggy bank, he's like, "We're going to have to make some economies, Gromit." <laughs> that's like. Uh, that's where we are. That's that's where we are right now. It's, there's no sense prevaricating about the bush. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's bad yeah. news. Like right now, this is this is. Is this this is worse? Well, I guess it's not as bad as where we were at in some of these prices, right? Cosmos under ten bucks. Mm. Uh, yeah, Osmo, I mean, Osmo heading to a dollar here. But Cosmos was around seven, I think. Yeah, I think that's where it went down to. I remember Osmosis like ninety cents. Yeah, Juno well, two dollars, something like that. Yeah, big picture, I guess. Like in 2019, 2020, whenever it was, I first picked up a stack of Atom. It was one or two dollars per Atom. So yeah. It's got a long way to go down. I mean, Juno's going there right now. Um, by the look of it, we might hit ATL tonight. Oof. Maybe, which is a not great place to be. But <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. I sold. A, I sold Ethereum. <laughs> and, at, uh, Juno. <laughs> I sold Ethereum in 2019 at 250, but I think I bought it at like 10 or 30 or wow. something. Nice. I mean, yeah, this is the thing, though. Every, every, like, I think it's that thing sometimes when you look at things, like, oh, I went a lot higher. I mean, I saw like 10,000 or 20,000. Uh, yeah, well, you know, right? Dogecoin yeah. for, 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 I tried to get it at 42069, but obviously it, it was, it ended up being about 421. Um, I got back for it. And then, of course, it kept going up. And then that would have been like, I don't know, 10 grand or something at one point. Yeah. I sold 200, yeah. I sold 200 ETH at, 250 damn i remember that i remember that coming back too and i was like all right i'm selling it now I sh- and of course it then went to three grand that was smart what are you gonna do you never know what right you, what are you can do take, you take the percentage that you have yeah i know somebody that had three thousand bitcoin and then after would it have been the the original dow no it would have been mount gox maybe obviously super down and then as soon as it started to recover back past their original buying point they were like i'm Fuck out it. Right. Taking, yeah, taking taking a dollar profit on each one or whatever, yeah. two dollars or whatever. Because this was like way back in the day when it was worth fucking. You do. People you know? own Juno at forty three dollars. If it went to forty three dollars, people everybody would sell, right? So, yeah, same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, I think if it went over five dollars right now, we'd be <laughs> <laughs> like, I I would be lying if I said we wouldn't liquidate some stuff to make sure that because we're we're now looking, we're now looking at our roadmap and doing. So our runway and going like, how many months can we sustain at X amount of, you know, cost basis or whatever? Right. Um, that's I think that's I think the planning that validates and chains now sort of need to be looking at probably. Um, I would think some of these other like these larger business. I mean, our costs are in control, right? But like, you got steak fishes of the world and. Cosmo stations, everything else. Those things are pretty, those are pretty large cost structures there that it's a fixed income or a fixed cost piece that 
you know, I got hundred thousand dollars a month or 250 or 300,000 that's going out for salaries or whatever, a million dollars a month going out in salaries that's fixed. Um, this has a, it's a huge amount of risk here. Yeah. But I mean, we're a lot smaller. Like, I mean, we were talking about yeah. this before the call, yeah. like even for, for Aptos, we are in a, we are in a increasingly less risky situation based on some, uh, you know, sharp decision-making, but <laughs> after some very bad decision-making, but you know, uh, there is a scenario I think where you can see how quickly it could happen. Basically, you oh, yeah. can, even as a smaller operator, that you can make us make a set of calls based on market conditions as you call them and you know like uh obviously staking different ecosystems and whatnot works differently but like you know unbonding is 28 days on juno it's like what 14 on atom yeah um look at ftx look at solana you can get wrecked in that time if it's more than a day if it's more than a minute you can get wrecked yeah Um, easily ust and you know all that whole situation that went down in day didn't it um yeah it's a fucking and, mess and then you're still gonna have to pay the tax on it to your government well i mean i don't know how it works in your jurisdiction but we still would have to <laughs> so same you'd have to pay the tax at the point at the point you had it on the thing that's now worth nothing and you can't write it off as a loss either so you just go bust <laughs> not pulling uh, any rewards <laughs> not right. yeah but it's it yeah, I'm not sure we're going to compound compound anything again for a while. There's not much point, even at a re- even at selling up, you know, almost nothing. It's just like, well, anything you have to pay tax on that's not going to make money. Mm. Yeah, I think DCA is probably out the out the window when when things get really tough, isn't it? This is a great episode. I'm glad we I'm glad we sat around. I'm glad we could get together and talk about this for an hour and a half. <laughs> What else we got going on? So, yeah, I, I mean, give me some good news, Noel. Well, Gatopia testnet—that's kind of cool. Was that an invite thing? Uh, or is it, it like an invite thing? thing? It wasn't a free for all. It was kind of. It looks like a free for all. It's a yeah. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Do you I want remember? Some, do you want some tokens? What's a free for all? What are you talking about? Gatopia. Testnet. Ah. Uh, it we was invite, but you can get a couple of tokens from people to to spawn a validator. Yeah, I, I got I got some. I'm not pulling. Uh, what do you call it? Commissions or that kind of stuff? Auto compound. Yeah, I only got five. I I think I got a couple hundred or something like that. I really, I mean, going back, I really like utility chains. I really like this idea. I think it's cool, and it seems like they made a huge amount of progress in this last build. Um, just with. Yeah what's going on in the functionality they're providing. I don't think private repos are there yet. I know it's a little bit more complicated than just enabling it. Um, but it seems like they made a, a ton of progress on the, on the app side. So, and I so like the UI like, is great. Everything's cool. But so it kind of seems like there's like an app, Kitopia, and then it's kind of like the chain, how you pay for stuff. And the two are like loosely associated, but the actual the the wiring and plumbing for how all the back end works is still like centralized within the organization within the, the Gatopia DAO, right? I don't know about that. I know the storage they made some changes to storage, right? She'll say that they're using IPFS and something oh, else so yeah, from a storage perspective. Weave, does it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure there, but I think it's I think it's a little more tightly coupled. Like your accounts are associated with your mnemonics kind of thing, your private key. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of things they can do with it. Uh, Rhino and I were talking about um, 
Like, it'd be really cool if one way to be able to support a repo would be to, like, stake on the repo. That way, the repo owner would, you know, get commissions or what have you. I think there's a lot of really interesting um, mm -hmm. things they could do to run with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Sign binaries, like, there's just so much good stuff here that, like, just on-chain. I mean, it's a, it's a good blockchain use case. It really is. Yeah. I mean, I think, I I mean, I do agree. I'm I'm quite excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but te like teams like they're very patient like it seems like they're not rushing ahead with things uh, like they're making progress from a dev team perspective and you know i'm glad we're involved in some sort of small way it's cool yeah you should spin up a note on it now it's yeah. uh it's gonna be good send you some stuff <laughs> you have some you have some guitar up here testnet tokens if you want them i'll uh i'll check it out i, I, I looked at Gitopia months and months ago i just at the time, like I couldn't see how it could possibly work. Kind of, so, sort of started to work. I mean, you sort of have to, you do a bit of wrangling, but you know they self-host their own code, which is a start. Mm -hmm. um, it's still quite a lot of a faff, but I think, um, yeah, I mean, I'd be open to to using it to say host the how code or something like that. Yeah, yeah. If we ever actually fucking. Get some of those bits sorted. We can move uh, Game of Notes episode notes for sure. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah, let's, over there. let's move some stuff over there. Come on. Yeah. Do that. Um, but yeah, no, it seems like an obvious. It seems like an obvious use case for anything where a DAO will probably legally own its own code in the future, if and when DAO is a recognized thing, if it yeah. ever is. Um, it seems like Utopia is like fucking no brainer. Yeah. Um, and it's, I guess the problem there is that it's so untested. So, like, our position, the way we worked on Juno and, and stuff like that, and the way the our lawyers sort of talked about it was, um, you know, we're sort of appointed. And the they, you know, said obviously, you know, with caveat, it's all completely untested in actual legal precedent. But, um, if you if you can be removed like a contract association uh, if you're a company you, you're basically just you know you're working on an appointment basis and that and it will, it will get a little bit interesting i guess in terms of liability and stuff but just in terms of DAOs actually being able to make decisions and stuff um obviously that's an interesting kind of view to take that it's like you know like being appointed to anything um but also like the more you have tools for these things to make decisions and then like host their own stuff the more interesting it is really like does that mean, does that mean you're considered like a almost like a, like you'd call it like a contractor at that point if you're that, if you're that's how we see ourselves as um related to juno or whatever it's how we see ourselves related to how like we work on the code yeah um there's some ownership we, there right yeah, we work, we work on the code. I think we pay a few quid a month for some GitHub action credits yeah. to, to make sure the code's solid. Uh, in return, we'll uh, get a Genesis allocation as a company for the work we put in. Um, same as other contributors. Our percentage isn't different from other core contributors. You know, yeah. um, it's, you know, it's, it's a again, it's all this kind of untested kind of waters where it's just like, well, yeah, but you can have some say in determining what those, how those things work, which is maybe more true of a project you're very directly involved in versus some like, you know, do you know where the tokenomics like were just like, 
you know completely out of our um yeah yeah you're not in any control right you're you have no yeah, we have no 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 say no control. Yeah, you're you're a you're a member of a team that's somebody else has that issue i should say yeah right? member of a member of a member of a dow if you like right um well well group of group of people the group of nerds on the internet certainly um <laughs> Is a DAO? What if a DAO is just a group of nerds in the internet? <laughs> oh, nice. I need to make that fucking. I need to make that meme. Really. Is this a butterfly meme? Group of nerds in the internet. Is this a DAO? <laughs> it's just a. It's just a new version of an IRC channel. Yeah, a DAO is just a Telegram. It's just the IRC chat with extra steps. <laughs> is this cool? It is Game of Nodes a DAO? I mean, is this a? Is this a? Is this is a, DAO? a DAO? Yeah. Yeah. To I'm be fair, I, I should probably just start sending Jake that meme with just everything <laughs> I can think of, just caption. Is this a doubt? Is this a doubt? As long as you say the word DAO enough times, uh, he'll, he'll be happy. Um, if you say it like four times, does he automatically join the call? I think so. It's like a. Well, probably, probably not. He's probably doing something busy and exciting these days. Um, <laughs> it's like a Beetlejuice thing where you say his name three times and like. I thought it was Freddy Krueger that did that. Oh, was it? I thought it was Bloody Mary. It's Bloody Mary. Was it the Candyman, or is it a different thing? <laughs> Which one's the Candyman? I know. I mean, I know for sure that is Beetlejuice, but uh, there might be other ones too. <laughs> I know for sure. Just to be clear, like, I know <laughs> listen, for sure. I know exactly it's Beetlejuice, but it's after, the, the, after the 31st. I'm 100% clear which, uh, which monster <laughs> we're invoking here. Exactly. Um, Fucking hell, what a week. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a week. Um, Who wh- who's got, got the chicken? Who's <laughs> got a rooster in their house? Is that your place? Is that us? What's going on in Australia out there? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Don't open the window. It get worse. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be working out. Does, does not seem to be working out. Is there a post on your window? Yeah, give up. <laughs> I, I need to, we need to get like uh, the other day, uh, midway through what has been a, a, a tough week. You uh, uh, yourself made the joke about you need to get the you know the poster of the cat saying like hang in there, hang in there, baby. You, you, there's a spot right behind Null. You can literally put it there. <laughs> you can hang in there. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like to hear. Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, exactly. on, the, on the blinds. Exactly. That'd be great. Know. Um, do you see that the documentary on Netflix about the uh, if that feels oddly oddly um, relevant actually? But you know about the GameStop thing, and then right at the end, it has the it has like the Senate hearing where they're like, "Did you engage in market manipulation?" And it's got that the 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 troll guy that found the the that found the um, the over leveraging in the first place, and he's just sat there on this Senate hearing. Like in a shirt and tie, but like just in his home office with his headphones on, and he has like a poster behind him that just says "Hang in there." <laughs> is, is that true? Yeah, yeah. And he just like That's he's funny. just like he basically is just like I wasn't involved in any collusion. I didn't tell people to do anything. What I just talking about what I was doing. Yep. And fundamentally, I like the stock, which is like <laughs> the, the the Wall Street bets meme is like we like the stock. We and like the stock. Said, like you know, Madam Chairwoman, I have to just say that I like the stock. And then it just and they they yeah they didn't pin anything on him at all. He was just like, I like the stock. I like the stock. That's it. If I just say that enough times, and like you can tell he's been briefed by a lawyer, and he just like goes, "Dad, I like the stock. I like it. 
I just like it. That's what I gotta tell you. <laughs> I mean, that was similar with, with like Brett Kavanaugh's hearing for Supreme Court, where he basically just kept saying, "Well, I like beer. What do you want me to say? I like yeah, it. I like beer." Fucking hell! They can't. They can't. There. Yeah. It. Yeah. Just, it reminds. It reminds me of a. Well, you remember? Uh, did you ever see the Chappelle show with? Uh, you, ever, you guys ever watched Dave Chappelle show back in the day? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. when, when he goes in, when he goes in front of the grand jury, when they do the they do the swap between the corporate, uh, the kind of the corporate tax evasion whatever skit and the drug dealer, and they switch kind of locations, and he goes in the Senate healing, he, he pleads the fifth. You guys, I'll put it. I'll put a link in the show notes too. But it's kind of the same idea. I plead the fifth. Yeah, nobody knows what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm just like really distracted by this. The chicken? <laughs> the rooster? Is there just a, a picture of a rooster and it's like rooster cock? And you're like, fucking, <laughs> fucking rooster cocks, huh? It's just this fucking thing. It's just like, <laughs> nosedive. Yeah. Last, like, couple of minutes. Since we've been on this call, everything I'm watching is down at least four to 5%. That yeah. is it. Was, in the last hour. Wild. We, we do we Cosmos need to rename is, this? Do we need yeah. to rename this fucking this episode to the fucking death spiral episode? Seriously, Cosmos do you is think down maybe that 10%. we're a little bit too Debbie Downer, and now like we bummed out our five viewers and <laughs> nobody's watching this right now. They're just watching this board. Yeah, Cosmos is down. It's, it's nine forty. I, th- I, th- I swear Whoa. to God, I just said it was. I said, didn't I just say it was eleven dollars? Like when we ten like, minutes ago, when we like eleven dollars earlier. Fucking hell! Didn't I fucking say that? I thought I said that. I have to go back. Well, when we started the podcast, Juno was two thirty. It's two ten. Yeah, yeah, we're one cent off all time low. Sell, sell, sell. Joy, <laughs> do not sell. Don't you rug me, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Did you unbond? Did you unbond your shit? Just, just unbond everything now. Fuck. Man, in 21 days, it was 24 days, 27 um, days. How many fucking days is Juno? It's a lot. I've never unbonded I think it's, I think it's 28 because it's four weeks. Right? Jesus Juno's God. 28, yeah. Expect everything to be pretty <laughs> Adam says, change the time to F in the chart. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> F in the chart is exactly right. <laughs> That's oh, the one. I mean, you, gotta, you know, we the the thing that I've learned from this particular bear, and I is that I'm I suspected it would this would happen, like that it was going to go, and then like something else was going to kick off, and I didn't act accordingly. And I was like, I should have remembered the the meme that I shared around earlier. You know, the Simpsons one. Ninety five percent. Ninety five percent. No, it's like there's the Enron. They're at the roller coaster park, and it's like Enron the ride, and it's like uh, it's like the dot com crash, I think, isn't it? It's like yep. we're all going to be millionaires. Oh, oh wait, we might make our money back. Oh, and then the the, the, <laughs> the poor house. Yeah, and then the final station where the roller coaster <laughs> goes into us is labeled the poor house, and they go, oh, and they're like oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, that's that's, that's kind of where we are right now. Um, no, whether or not we can weather it, I don't know. Time will you tell. know, I, I pulled rewards and all that shit last night to do our Gibbs thing and everything else. And I never sold it. I just realized you to do your what gift gives. All right, we do gift? that Rhino Gibbs thing where we do ten percent and everything else. I pulled all. I pulled. I pulled rewards 
last night and then I never actually pulled them over. Smart. I, smart, yeah. smart, smart. I was meant to go and do that accounting last like fucking Tuesday uh, and then everything kicked off. And so we haven't pulled rewards in ages and now they're like worth nothing. So I don't think yeah. this new osmosis uh, UI really does it for me. The new one. It just seems bigger. It's just bigger. Like there's just less shit on the screen. That's all there really is. I mean, I mean Fred, you don't really need money anyway, right? It's not like any bank will take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is true. Well, yeah, it, it is. That's one of the many things that's concerning me right about now, um, if I'm honest. Yeah. So we're... we're <laughs> and we God, still, I, I want to talk about this. I've yeah. said crypto to my bank many, many times, and they're just like, meh. Well, give a fuck. Yeah, I we we have been doing it for for eighteen months. Uh, although granted, until Juno launch, we was very infrequent and tiny amounts. But um, yeah, My they just, did run away though. Your accountant ran away. Yeah, I need, really? I need a new accountant. Yeah, would we'll just actually run away. Like not with my money, they just uh, <laughs> just want to get away from you. Upton they left. just wanted to get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they dropped me as a client. They're like, uh, seems high risk. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, mm, yeah, probably right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably right. right. Fair enough. They just as long as they got good, as long as they got really nice, really nice liability insurance, it should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they like people that are, are scared of getting audited. Yeah, yeah. We we have a problem. Like the my, probably my biggest concern right now is that the complexity of accounting for crypto is such that we still don't have our settled year accounts that ended in like April. So we don't know how much we owe in tax, and we don't know what that position is related to before the market completely bottomed out. So we could be in the position right now where we are technically bankrupt um, because of our tax bill, because in the UK, crypto is just like cars, right? So on our tax, on our budget sheet, like as a company, we've got like 20,000 cars. They're just very cheap cars, right? They're worth five for each or $2 or whatever. But we've just bought and sold a load of used cars and we might have screwed up the price we bought them for or the price we sold them for. And we don't know yet. And that's like, when you realize that analogy, you're like, I am literally A, a used car salesman, and B, possibly a used car salesman who's bad at maths. <laughs> and three, possibly also bankrupt already. You're like, <laughs> yes. Better call Saul. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need to, like, we're going to need to dig ourselves out of this one, boys. Um, but yeah, that is a, like a, a genuine thing now where, uh, like, right. We, you know, you know things are like not ideal when you're writing to like uh, when you write to anybody and being like, "This is um, sorry to bug you, but like you know, this thing has still not been you know like settled and like uh, you know is now an existential threat to the business." So if you, if you could just maybe take you know, care of this, just finalize those up and just figure this out, send them on to the government so they can tell us what we owe them. That would be just great. That would be just great. Yeah, um, the government. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> it's all well, it's all good when price go up. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Do you know it's it's that thing? It's that thing, isn't it? If you're just like, it's been such a tiring, it's been such a tiring year. Even when the price was up, there hasn't really been a break. <laughs> yeah, you just like if you go through the whole thing and uh, you know, you just kind of de- it's. I think it's that thing of like um, the realization of how exhausting a prolonged bear market camp could be in terms of like death by a thousand cuts. You're like, oh. God, do we really have to go through this? Maybe it's maybe it's time to go back to a contract. Fucking Prop 16 was in March. Is that right? That was this year. That feels like a decade yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. What a fucking year. The yeah. That broke the market. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That was the point. That was the point. It, what an awful it's been year. Downhill since then. <laughs> Seriously, what an awful year. I yeah, I was I was talking about this um with my wife earlier and just being like um a variety of stuff that wasn't super great happened in quick succession around then. And I was like, fucking hell, that was like over six months ago and it feels like minutes. minutes it, it feels ago. a lot longer to me. It feels like it happened like a while ago, like a long time because ago. Because six months ago is like five years in crypto land. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's super weird. Like, if you if you ask me, like, what what the year has felt like as it's been going along, I feel like every day has been like ten thousand years long and just full of work. <laughs> but because all the days have been work, they've all just like you know the way your memory compacts them all down. Like really similar experiences, it compacts them all down. And like sitting at a laptop, just bashing away in emacs like it gets or whatever like a lot of it to be honest i haven't even i don't even get to write that much code anymore so yeah it just all gets compacted down like fucking staring at cosmo visor logs yeah your memory's like (laughs) don't need that garbage collect that shit (laughs) let's log compact all those times you were just staring at a log going like what the fuck Uh, um don't need to remember about that you're not going to need that in two years mate uh compact all that stuff down keep lord of the rings heat rewatch <laughs> that's right yeah. that's right as good a film as i remember so you know it's it's like right we better keep that keep memory that. yeah heat worth watching might want to tell your friends that that's in the memory bank almost everything else discard it's probably not important dump <laughs> yeah. simpsons memories that's it everything else can go game of notes simpsons, simpsons references are a keeper i'd say yeah. they're always a keeper and game of notes episode 35 hugely popular that was, was a good it? one live forever yeah. live for, live forever <laughs> what was that episode about <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's the one that's the one we accidentally skipped over oh yeah oh yeah wow oh, yeah. That, hence the name of this one now if in the chat how to get it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what other so, good news uh, happened this week? FTC oh. BUSD up 50% in the last uh, five minutes. 60%. FTT BUSD? Yeah, Binance USD. Oh, is why? <laughs> last 24 hours up 2,000%. I don't know. That doesn't seem right. That's, that doesn't seem right at all. <laughs> Maybe uh, this interface is balked. Yeah, FTT it might be. to BUSD. Oh, it's a, fl- I don't know, some bullshit coin, I think. <laughs> some bullshit. Oh, BSD is Binance is stable, isn't it? Yeah, is yeah, no, but the FTT one is like, I think it's a bullshit coin. Oh, that's on, not, that's not. It's on Binance 
smart chain, so it's you know a Ponzi rug, I fucking gotcha. all the rest immediately. I got you. I got you. We start getting uh, we start getting uh, sex spam bots in the chat, but only Good. around the hour fifteen mark. I think if you're running for longer than a period of time, they're like they're like this must be really engrossing content. <laughs> let's <laughs> offer let's offer some nudity. Yeah, that's <laughs> like don't to break it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, like, how many of our five viewers are bots? Can can people put in proof of life? <laughs> <laughs> I think that really is Todd G. I can't believe the rest. I can't. I can't. Silk knows I can't, is here. I can't, I can't believe really. we just accidentally streamed the market collapsing. <laughs> I yep. just. Wow, I, I know, and, and you know, like it's like, um, uh, what's the film it, in the loop where they have the, like the fake? It's like a, it's not the Iraq War, but it's a fake version of it. And then r- right at the end, that it's you know they're all it's all, it's like a political comedy. They're all going to go to war, and one of them is like, oh, so that's it then. And then uh, they're they're like, aid is like, oh, so most momentous event of our generation. I'll tell this story to my grandchildren. I turned to the minister and and he said to me, "Oh, that's it then. That's 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 your quote for the ages." <laughs> I feel like that's this episode. It's like, well, it that's a year, two year bear market there potentially. Hey, but you know, side, maybe it'll be fine. No, next week, maybe Moss will be back up. June will be back up. We'll be like, ah, it's all fine, boys. The hell were we talking about last week? I don't even remember. Yeah, I mean that'd be nice. The Giga Chads episode could be the one to turn it around. That's what I'm saying. You know, like game, of notes, game of Notes spreadsheet. What are you enthusiastic about this week? What are you optimistic about this week? Game of Notes, put it in your diaries. Giga Chads episode going to turn the market around. Like the last market body slam was UST, right? Like that's when we hit the ATL last. Was it UST? That sounds right. Was it that or was it, after. Or was it uh, three arrows after that? I forget. I forget which June, one had a bigger June issue. June 18th. So that would be a month, like. about a month after the terror collapse. Mm. That might have been three arrows, right? I thought that was, I thought that actually kicked it off a little bit harder. Three euros? Three arrow capital. Yeah. When they collapsed. When they collapsed. Like, <clears throat> has, there, has there been, there, there, there can't have been a comparable issue to a major exchange. Like since Mount Gox, really? Like, can, can you remember like a time when a major, like a, an actual, like big, no, not big a proper one. Yeah, not, yeah. Exchange has 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 gone bust because this is uncharted at this point. Yeah, I think so. Uh, fun fact: Did you guys know that Mount Gox was actually uh, a Magic the Gathering exchange originally? Yes, that's the yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Magic the Gathering online exchange, isn't it? That's what the Mount Gox is. Means. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I learned that recently. I was like, wow, okay. That, that I mean, it kind of checks out because, well, I mean, a great analog friend of T's is like trading cards, right? And so it stands to reason that trading cards would become something of the first exchange for cryptocurrency. Yeah. I mean, back to the question bunch of nerds on the internet is this a dow <laughs> <laughs> it's 
pretty much the same thing. Is this a DAO? <laughs> like, is this a Ponzi? I mean, trading cards the original, the original NFT Ponzi. Like, as far as the original card, NFT, the original NFT DAO. <laughs> Or Ponzi, or are they the same thing? I had a complete set of Star Wars Tazos, and I had quite a lot of Pogs when I was younger. So I was, I was, I was in on that. I was in on that fucking Ponzi, just eating loads of Walker's crisps to to get the fucking Pogs, or whatever it was. Skips, maybe Skips were Pogs. I can't remember. And so many crisps. I mean, somebody. I've still got more Pokemon cards than I have to deal with. Don't really play them anymore. Just have them at this point. Burn them live on the show. <laughs> I mean, NFT, fair, there's, NFTs in IRL. There's a probably there's a probably more valuable than any NFT right now, so uh, I hang on to them. Yes, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me! So um, there was something, there was something else on the sheet. Yeah, F F T T down sixty percent in twenty four hours, down to two dollars. It's down. Uh, let's see. It's down 10% since we've been on this call. Yeah. Good oof. stuff. Oof. It's a big oof. And the oof, oof size da. is large. It's, oh man. Oof da. I think everybody's giving up on it. Yeah, we're going to. Oof da. Oof da. Liabilities. There is an interesting, there is an interesting question, isn't there? Like about, I, mean, I yeah, it's time to look at any servers that you're renting on a yearly basis. I would say, but um, it's going to be interesting to see because there are a lot of people now who have moved into the space who work in this space, you know, ourselves included. It's going to be interesting to see what now happens in terms of survival economics of, <laughs> you know, like yeah. because the thing is, like, so right. If you have this kind of thing in a traditional economy, uh, it's the centralized bank's job to bail everybody out to work out what is going to go on and handle the debt relations in that situation. Usually, debt relief is one of the key tenets of that, or you know, increased yeah money supply or whatever. We're in an environment where we all work with programmable currency. If we end up staring down the the barrel of a longer bear. And tragically, the Giga Chads episode doesn't turn the market around. What will be the monetary response or like the fiscal response of crypto to that situation? I mean, yeah. look at Adam 2.0, right? You, I think it's very easy to argue that that is a response to the bear market at this stage, right? Print a crazy amount of tokens over the next year or two and then let it die off from there. Not let the token die off. Let the let the printing yeah. die off from there. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something we've been talking about with Max um, recently, Max Juno, about whether you can have a meme token that drops to a sustainable level to then sort of become a, a utility token, um, or whether like you your initial inflation sets the expectation. Um, not only for the token itself, but also would, for example, disincentivize a founding team to continue working on the chain. Um, but then it's hard to say, isn't it? Because well, I mean, even like from stuff we've seen already from the from the bull market, that kind of happened where some founding teams were like made so much money, I'm basically out. Like, did because the Huawei's not that's not maintained by any of the original people, is it? 
I think, I think Lydia took over for it. Well, Lydia does most of the development, but the other people are still there. Are they still there? Okay. Yeah. But I guess, well, it's probably better, better examples actually than, than Huahua, which to be fair, they have actually stayed around and kind of done something with the chain uh, against expectations. So, but yeah, it does feel like it would be interesting. It would be interesting to see how people decide to try and launch products or launch chains because if the bear is long enough and it could well be, it's not like everybody's going to be like, well, I'm just going to go back to. Well, some people will, but like not everybody's going to be like, well, I'm just going to go back to my corporate job or go back to another, you know, that's that style of job, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the, other thing, the other good thing here is it, this bubble, no, this um, ecosystem now has its tentacles, right? So you have traditional finance that are getting more involved in crypto than are also over their skis a bit. So. I was just actually taking a look at Robinhood because Robinhood, I think, has been one of the bigger ones here in the U.S. that have been trying to kind of build crypto as a part of individuals' portfolio and make build more, you know, um, I guess exposure might be the right way to say it. So since yesterday, they are down from $12 to $8.26. So that's about 33% stock price that's drop. Similar to a lot of the... <laughs> yeah. So I think their overall, what is their, I don't even know what their total, uh, I don't even know what their market cap is. 7.44 billion. I guess that's now. So if that's 25 or 30% off, that means they probably lost in the area of two to $3 billion over 24 hours. Market cap. Yeah. So that's another, I mean, going back to the regulation conversation, um, I think when, when crypto markets do stupid things and it, people understand that there's risk there and blah, 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 that's one thing. But when it starts getting like, when it's starting to get intertwined here, I think, I guess the federal, at least in the U.S., I would see regulation coming in a little bit more, trying to figure out ways, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that, depending on kind of what the area is. But um, really, it's, it's interesting, you know, when, when things like this happen, like what kind of, what comes out of that, what, what spawns out of that. 